Uh, what did we talk about today here on the Friday Pack at Woodstock and Stout? Montana's numero uno uh, podcast about spilling city government. Friday yeah. Pack at Woodstock. <laughs> well, we're going to get a quick rundown. Nice. On member Project Recode? No, yeah. Do I ever? Me neither. Uh, NX1, more like NX, get the hell out of here. <laughs> NX, not in my backyard. Not in my backyard. Um, uh, there's been some zoning fights. Squabbles. These squabbles, yeah. Some people are uh, getting real nimby out there, mm. and some members of city council are getting real, wait, I want to make this decision instead of the people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get real deep into that. Sure will. Um, did they approve it? Hey, the answer may surprise you. Actually, I don't think we even covered whether or not they voted that. They which, did vote which one? for it. The one on the Elks. They voted that one in. Yeah. They approved that one. Did it. Uh, All of them were approved. Spoiler alert. I mean, none of them were approved. You should listen to the Or episode. were they? They might have been not appro- approved. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh listen and find out. Tune in. Yep. Um, uh, quick little update on the uh, uh, downtown TIFF? Sack. Sack. Oh, the continuum of care? Yep. The, uh, uh, substance abuse. The substance abuse connect. Uh-huh. That's right. That's that That's that uh, lead in the water affecting my brain. There we go. Don't have a lot of recall. You know a lot of paint chips when you were young? I did. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um... <laughs> And uh, so, hey, you want to get a quick rundown on uh, Substance Abuse Connect? You can get that here. Sure. Don't what they're doing, what they're up to. Don't touch that. Dial. How they're helping. Uh, we hear from an old friend out in the Heights. Um, he comes mm. down to council to uh, tickle your eardrums with uh, honeydew and uh, sounds of positivity. Yep. He's going to hammer the point home. He may. And he will. Yeah. And he shall. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, indeed. Wow. We talked about Stillwater a little bit as well. Ooh, good uh, stuff. Zoning. And uh, as we always do, we talk about cops. Yep. Obviously. We talk about cops. All I mean, how could you not talk cops. about cops? And if there's one thing you would take away from this episode, is that you know that brokers, real estate agents, shady, shady individuals, shan't be trusted. I couldn't have said it any better you myself. Give them an inch, they take a mile. <laughs> They take 3%. I mean, Megadeth said it best. <laughs> Obviously, what they say. Peace sells, but who's buying? <laughs> it's March 6, 2022. Already? Already. We're already, uh, well, what would that be? Yep, three months through the new year, 2022. 2022. 2T. <laughs> Told you I was gonna have trouble this year with the tease. Twenty twenty also. Twenty twenty also as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Friday Pack with Stocking Stout uh, coming to you live from Dump Studios three point um, Recorded live. Recorded live. <laughs> coming in, coming at you hot, live on the radio, hot one hundred one seven, whatever it is. <laughs> That's fine. Anyways, uh, if you're uh, new to the podcast. Uh, and you like sending emails? I mean, who doesn't? I mean, I, I do on a regular basis. Love it. Love it. Uh, FridayPacket at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you can become a RoboCop level member. Uh, if you don't know what a RoboCop is, 
I feel sorry for you. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's um, I don't feel sorry for you. I just would recommend that you go watch RoboCop 1 through 3 and then probably just move on with the rest of your life and yeah, uh, well, feel at peace knowing that you've watched RoboCop 1 through 3. Or not, because your life is finished now. I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's what really no point there? going on. Yeah, I love about that movie is a, a Ford Taurus from the '90s, like the <laughs> most futuristic car I I ever made. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some... they had the DeLorean in Back to the Future, and then it's yeah, a Ford Taurus <laughs> Fender from skirts. The 90s. Fender skirts. <laughs> I like, oh, they took the <laughs> windshield wipers off. It looks so futuristic. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, there's also thefridaypacket.com. If that's what you're listening to, you can. Scrolls are there and find yourself a meeting here in the city of Billings. Um, uh, if you're new to the show, we sort of talk about Billings City Council goings-ons. That's basically what we do. That's why this is a podcast and why we make it. Happenings. Um, Stout, we got we got no time to waste uh, here today. We need to get right to it. We got no time to waste. We can't <laughs> we can't be going, you know, dolling around or doing anything. I was told when I left city council, things would change and you guys would be done by 7.30. <laughs> wow. Hammer. Nothing changed, but... <laughs> so, I've been at this podium before. Uh-huh. Yep. Before I got elected to city council. Right. And so now I got a better understanding of what your positions are out there. That... You are responsible. You were elected the royal by your you. constituents right. to yep. do the best you can for the city that they live in. You got her so figured out. Democracy 101, man. Go over. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you for the service that you that you got. But I'm here tonight to service advocate got. for the initiative Uh-oh. that you passed to put in place a cap on the number of pre-releases and parolees sent to Billings. Ms. Dolson out an explanation that I just handed out to you all. Defining DOC's right to place these pre-releases and parolees following state code MCA 53-1-202, parentheses 2. So this is a longtime friend of the show. Uh, first-time caller. First-time caller, the hammer, Frankie Walt. <laughs> Former member of the city council. So glad Hammer Time's back. Uh, he waited waited through like four and a half hours of meeting to to comment at the end, and I, I just couldn't let it go unnoticed. But if you're confused about who this is, and <laughs> God damn it, why would you be? It's Frankie Walt. He's leveled up. He really has. Included in your explanation, it states that DOC needs to follow certain guidelines. In pre-release centers, under intense supervision, oh. <laughs> under parole and probation. Judging by some of the recent crimes and billings, these pre-releases and parolees have left their pre-release centers with no knowledge of their whereabouts. Mm-hmm. This means DOC is in violation of following state code. Okay. The last published what? number of these persons in billings uh-huh. that I saw was... Uh, 2,600. I called the state uh, probation office last week and was told there are 45 uh, parole officers assigned to this area. That means each officer is responsible for supervising 57 persons. 
This violates the intense supervision clause of MC 53-1202-2. Yeah. In the workplace, the span of control varies from five to 20 persons. These persons are usually law-abiding with the goal of achieving better status. Uh-huh. The same is not true for the persons under supervision of parole officers. That's true. And yet the span of control far exceeds <laughs> the 20. fuck? I'm asking you to go forward because DOC is not following the intense supervision requirement uh-huh. to implement a yearly cap of pre-releases <laughs> and parolees coming to Billings. Uh-huh. No one has provided evidence of a state law or code that prevents Billings from doing this. Uh-huh. Uh, Gukin even said that there was Gugan. no such law when we had that public safety meeting here in the same room. As elected members of the city council, it's your responsibility to provide for the safety of the citizens of Billings and to protect them from the revenue drain caused by the DOC taking these persons. Thanks, Frank. These persons in Billings. Bye, Frank. Only by taking such action will the governing members of the state come to terms of the seriousness of the situation. I am tired of the crime and the direct cost of these persons in our city. A public safety meeting should not start out with this statement. Billings is the most crime-ridden city in Montana. Mm. But it did. It did. Thank you for listening, and please take a real stand. So that was, uh, like I said, we can't waste time. We got we to gotta wade through a five-minute ramblings of an old man <laughs> who describes Well, well a, put, sir. Um, Describes a human being as a uh, drain on the, the mm-hmm. system here. I can't imagine being described as just like that. But and what's he's sick of the crime, Stout? What's he's his so sick of it? What evidence does he cite about these parolees being the source of all of our crime? Uh, a couple of crimes that happened downtown with some stabbings and stuff. And that's it. Well, I'm sure there's more than that. Right. Well, there has to be. There's got to be adding total evidence everywhere. Those nasty parolees. I don't. Mm, okay. Well, and you know everybody on probation is not a law-abiding citizen trying to uh, in, in, improve their standing. Is that how we put it? Well, um, they're never allowed to improve their standing. Um, I've got a feeling, uh, according to Juan Frank Ewald, um, and if they do, they should always be. Burden with the the shadow of making <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bad decisions in, in his life because because no one has ever done that. I wonder if deserves a second chance, right? I wonder how Frank would feel about just tattooing everybody's forehead when they get out of jail. Oh, now we're talking. That what way, kind, what know. kind of tattoo? Are we talking like? Uh, oh, something. Well, tasteful. since I've been watching Game of Thrones a lot, you know, just like that the circle with the the, the star thingies. Yep. What, what are those people called? I can't remember uh, those guys. I don't know you. either. I was just watching the episode too. <laughs> Yeah, th- something like that. Something like that. Something, something tasteful. Big, yeah. Something tasteful and, and meaningful. Yeah. yeah, really nice. Real, real nice. Oh, Frankie. Uh, so that's Frank coming in hot with uh, yeah. uh, his opening salvo for running for house dis- district. Who gives a fuck? Is he running? I didn't I see that. I'm g- I, guessing. One would assume, <laughs> That's the I only reason he would do it. I mean, he prepared a statement. In yeah. Action. There was coherent sentences and that, that shit was a few mispronounced words. Polished up, too, it man. Was. That was beautiful. It really was. It was like a diamond. Mm-hmm. Really like a diamond. Mm-hmm. Shine uh, bright like a diamond, Frankie. <laughs> 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 I have my money. 
Uh, <laughs> we are well, not a month behind, but that's kind of our MO. We go into like once a month kind of podcast, but yeah. we'll, we'll get you caught up here. We'll get you really caught we up. We got two, you, baby. Two reg sessions. Reg sessions? Two reg sessions. We're so two cool. Two work sessions. We're so... Two dubs, two regs. Uh, we'll start on 2-7-2022. We are um, a ways behind, aren't we? That was uh, a while ago. Um, we're uh, at the library again. Yeah, that's working um, out really well, by the way. It really is. Technically, anyway. So there's people speaking at the uh, podium. Mm-hmm. There was no amp, so you can hear them in the room that they were talk talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, the I believe this was Omicron was running wild. Remember those uh, days, those Omicron days, like Hulk, Hulkamania. It was running wild throughout the city. Those heady days of Omicron. <laughs> um, so we were in the library, uh, confusing a lot of people, and yeah. you know, getting multiple emails saying, "Why are Why are we doing this again?" Yeah. So we were there uh, talking about audits. So, longtime friend oh, of the God. show, uh, Tyler Bryant, gave the uh, city uh, a clean audit. Didn't find any horrible glaring holes. Uh, mm-hmm. No outstanding balances. No uh, bitcoins left on the uh, nightstand, <laughs> if you will. No Ethereum left in the drain. Uh, no Deutschcoin <laughs> left in the sewer. <laughs> Nothing was left. That's really under. good. I like that. Um, so for about 12 years now, they've been doing the audit of the Billing City Financials. Um, Always a source of really coherent questions, I find. Yeah, it was real, real, real dry. Yeah. It was like the first uh, council meeting of the year this year. Real, real dry. Mm-hmm. If you're into accounting or your CPA, it's right in your alley. Mm. I mean, it's a strike. It's a 300 game of enthralling TV. That's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's sort of like people who can do math in their head oh god i can't do anything other than see a tape measure in my head anymore and even that's a challenge at this point that's fine <laughs> that's a pretty damn good use of a head really. um and uh like uh frank was hammering on uh doc was uh oh pammy pam 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 pamarino was uh <laughs> writing a letter to um the powers that be in helena saying that they needed to put a cap on parolees coming to Billings uh, because we're having a crime problem here in town, as shown by the crime statistics here in, in town. Well, I'm not going to necessarily disagree with that. Disagree statement. with, I mean, we do get what last year, what we had 170 ish of the 200 or so that were released. I guess that was a year and a half ago that were released out of the state prison mm-hmm. because of the. Depopulation for COVID reasons, whatever. But <laughs> that seems like maybe an unfair distribution, if you will. A little bit, yeah. And certain counties and uh, let's say towns in in Montana, Hellsville, um, aren't aren't taking any of the parolees or uh, just said no thanks. Yeah, just hard pass. Like you do. Like we don't want to fuss up our idyllic mountain town with this riffraff. Send them to the um, the work the work town, you know Billings. Yeah, right. Yep. Well, we have all the services. We sure do. We got them all. Lucky us. I mean, we've got not one but two McDonald's. Yeah. I, how many McDonald's do we have? I want to say like four or five. <laughs> yeah, pretty we're big, good. We're big time here yep. in the Billings, Montana area. Two Popeyes. <laughs> Ugh. And a Hobby Lobby. 
Wow. And a Joanna Fabrics. Oh. And a Michaels. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of cities that can support three, not one, but three fabric shops. That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It like blows one's mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, more on the DOC stuff and mm-hmm. uh, what kind of is going on in the city, who's actually working on it, who's uh, trying to alleviate the problem, who's trying to help. Uh, but first, let's move on to the shortest meeting that ever was and ever will be on Valentine's Day. That was delightful. 2022, an hour and 11 minutes. It's like a spa day. It really was. I was really satisfied. I was not satisfied with the um, high-pitched squeal, the feedback for about 20 minutes at the beginning of the episode. But, it's fine. you know, <laughs> I mean, why have an IT department if they, you know, can't run a PA? Well, it's uh, just the... Well, I'm not real sure why the library thing, though. It's more like social distancing, but it's really the same size that I can figure as like a city hall. Maybe it's like air handling or something. Maybe. They have an air circulator. Why does it like hand out masks in front of the the city hall chambers once? On Valentine's Day, I thought it was going to be a little more contentious because uh, Old Town Flats, which is a apartment building slash living structure in downtown Billings, was... Up for TIF grant funding. Multi-use development, I think, really. Multi-use development. Um, or mud. <laughs> if some, you will. Some nice mud going in uh, downtown. Uh, about a couple blocks uh, east of you guys at uh, Old Angry Hanks. Yeah, just one, like a cr- kitty corner. Yeah. Us. Yep. So that was a Griffin development thing. So it's a, it's an $11 million project for phase one. Yep. Two phases. So we're talking commercial below and... Party up top. It's like the mullet of commercial developments. <laughs> the mullet of housing. Yep. <laughs> it's very popular nowadays. Yeah. Um, they uh, sailed through pretty pretty easily. Uh, kind of and surprisingly 6 easily. And in TIF funding. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Interesting stat on that uh, agenda was some of the realtors and brokers getting up there, which was a cavalcade. And we all know on this show that brokers and commercial real estate agents are... Some of the shadiest people in the city, state, country, nation, universe. As far as you can throw them. Yeah. <laughs> and you can throw them far, and they're going to come back like a boomerang. There's <laughs> no getting rid of them. Trying to buy you off with... They're like Legos. Nice scotch. Yeah. <laughs> Lego scotch. It's delicious and time-consuming. Mm. Uh, there was, uh, at that time on two fourteen two twenty two, there was 88 actively available listings in the city of Billings. No oh, shit. 88 in a city of 115, 118,000, there was 88 active listings. I didn't hear that part. And that's a wild number for such a large city. That's a big, and we had a lot of houses. How many realtors and. There's more than 88 realtors. That's yeah. for fucking sure. That's a lot of competition here in town. <laughs> there is a giant waiting list for just renting apartments, I hear. Yeah. Six to eight months is what I'm hearing. And not to even whisper about, like, low-income or Section 8 housing. That's <laughs> a 10-year-long waiting list now. Yeah, at least. So that was exciting. Yeah, cool. Uh, so main, main takeaway was that uh, was uh, um, brokers are never to be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, um, you do it at your own peril. That's right. You do it at your own peril. Scum sucking, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, et cetera, et cetera. thanks uh, for the moving uh, on to two, Oh, this will be hard for me. 222, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So that was 222, 
dash two o two two. Whew! What time was it? Um, <laughs> five thirty. <laughs> okay, good. We're we were at the library again. Yeah, this was a four hour and ten minute one. Uh, Big Sky EDA got up and explained what they were, and that just sort of made me go cross eyed and. Uh, it's a little dry, isn't it? Well, not dry. It's just so much shit going on. There's like boards within boards. Oh, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's hard a, to follow. A lot of meetings. So many meetings. Like yeah. seven in the morning. Yep. And they're big boards. They're not, you know, five or six people. It's a huge cavalcade yeah. of people I don't know exactly doing what. Well, <laughs> I think that's a pretty common sentiment among those boards, too. Okay. Just so we're clear, I guess. Uh, Maybe. So not uh, to cast dispersions. Substance abuse connect. So did a a nice presentation. Uh, so Kristen Nutt Lundgren and uh, who else? Katie Easton was there. Yeah, Katie talked. Um, a couple of cops. If, a couple of cops. Uh, Chief Rush. No, he's not there anymore. Damn it. Pepper Valdez. Pepper. I like that. Which a is good named. Right. It's a good name. It really is. It's it one of the best be names in the city. Pretty good dude, too. Um, but we just don't get to say Chief Rush anymore. I we don't know. get to live in the limelight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't get to become the universal being. Yep. It approaches it, the unreal. It really does. Uh, anyway, so Substance Abuse Connect. Um, you're asking yourself, self, what is, uh, um, you know, what, what are they doing here in town? What is Crisis, you know, Substance Abuse Connect really doing? What is, um, what is SAC? What is SAC? Um, so what they're trying to do, what they are doing, um, is helping people in crisis, before crisis, and during crisis, basically. Mm-hmm. Trying not to get them to go, you know, back in the circle, back in the loop. Just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Trying yeah. to get them connected with the right people and programs and facilities to uh, make better decisions in one's life. And have a support system in place to make that happen. The help they might need and want. The help they definitely need and might want. Um, We're talking uh, a crisis line. Um, They're trying to get a mobile crisis uh, unit, unit, basically, that goes out, not necessarily with the police, but in lieu of police, maybe, down the line. I mean, ultimately, the idea is that the police would show up, deem the situation safe, and call in the mobile crisis unit, mm-hmm. who would probably be en route anyway for the, because they'll, you know, know the type of calls. Mm-hmm. Police will be like, okay, everybody here is safe. We're just having somebody in some sort of a substance situation right. bring in the MCU, oh. as I call them. And uh, they'll they'll take it from here, and that would free up the police to do some actual policing instead of uh, social work. Yeah. So, which they are super not trained to do. Right. And but it's it's a welcome addition to, I guess, what they do. Yeah, I'd even say so. Without them doing it. Yeah, I needed I'd, the support and help because they can't be all things to everybody. Yeah, all the time. Which I, uh, makes sense. The term um, <clears throat> mental health first aid comes up sometimes in these discussions, and I think that's a pretty good way to handle it because yeah. it is a health situation. It's mm-hmm. a mental health situation. So performing that type of first aid rather than just arresting them. Yes. Might be more productive for both the person in crisis and the city and the people paying their property taxes. Uh-huh. Uh, so the Connect Crisis Leader members, uh, 911 Dispatch, uh, 988 is the number that they're 
I don't know if has launched or they're trying to. I don't know if that's launched. I hope so. Let's call it real quick. <laughs> 988 and a 211 provider. So 988 would be in lieu of calling 911. You can call if you're having troubles. You can, yeah. you can call 988 instead uh-huh. of 911. Uh, Billings Fire, Billings Police, Community Crisis Center, Downtown Billings Alliance, and the, the MAP program. Uh, Montana Rescue Mission, Region Region Four Probation and Parole, Rimrock, the Continuum of Care, Yellowstone County Sheriff's Office, additional members are being onboarded this spring. Ooh, which is exciting. It's nice to see alternatives to jailing and uh, what did Frank say? Uh, these parolees becoming a, a drain on everybody's life. Yeah, absolutely, Basically making everybody suffer because. <laughs> Frank says so. God, what a crotchety old man. <laughs> he really is. He's the definition. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. It's a kind of a nice holistic approach to the situation. Yeah, it's it's something different that needed to change, and I think this is a a welcome change. Yeah, and people that are vested in it and want to see it succeed, and I think they should do all that they can to make it succeed. Positive step. Yes. Look at us. Oh, man. Being all positive and Oh, man. Speaking of positive, let's talk about the Stillwater building. Okay. Can we? Oh, my God. What a train wreck. No, <laughs> it's not a train wreck. Uh, they were talking about uh, hiring maybe a construction manager for the place instead of, uh, you know, going for the lowest bid kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so with a construction manager, he'll give you a, a top number. says, I'm not going to go over blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go with that. That's Basically, cool they, he subs out what he he or she wants to and it's not just constantly going back to city council and you know doing a competitive bid process which can be time consuming and they're wanting to get into this building and they own it now and the lowest bid isn't necessarily the best work no every time this this is true sometimes it's good work sometimes it's perfect work yes often it's built down to a price yes for instance the parking garage attached to the Stillwater building. There's a parking garage attached to the Stillwater you building? You wouldn't think it. No. It looks more like a pile of building materials. Sure It's been abandoned for 45 years. It kind of it has a Mad Max Terminator 2 kind of vibe. It, have you seen the uh, fire suppression system in there? No. There's a box. I'm not allowed in there. <laughs> There's a the box. The general public isn't allowed in, the, oh, in there. I right? go in all the time. <laughs> There's a box about every 50 feet or 80 feet or something like that. Sure. On every floor. Well, that puts it up a fire, right? That used to have a fire extinguisher in it. <laughs> there's not a single fuck. There's probably 30 empty fire extinguisher boxes in that thing. Well, they're overrated. I mean, <laughs> there's, there hasn't been any data that proves that those actually prevent or put out fires. I know. You know this. They're basically like the vaccine of right? the fire world. Oh, man. It's like a freedom convoy of fire is what those things are. <laughs> you should you should go in there sometime. It's pretty funny. It's oh, just a fucking free fire extinguisher distribution center. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're saying it sounds like a God, like a haunted mansion when the wind oh, blows really hard. Dude, yeah. Because of going wild. through the the steel cable wiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk by. Real nice feature of downtown real. Real yeah. gem. At least it's in the right heart of your city. To a big apartment Built complex. By the lowest bidder. Yeah. I don't even know if that person bid. Probably not. They're just like, yeah, I got some of that shit. Let me Probably pile it up there. there for you. Yeah. Lives <laughs> in a fallout shelter below it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so uh, things are coming in yeah, maybe a little bit higher. They're just trying to get an idea of what council wants to see. Wow. When, when the, you know, 
They kept a hammer on high-performance building, what exactly that means. Yeah. The definition of that. That's uh, that's uh, city council member Gulick's favorite. Oh, man, he's in love with that. It's a great term. And, but it's a good term, too, because, sure. yeah, I build a shitty building. Right. Uh, niece just wants to get in there as fast as possible, and yep. then he wants to do everything else after it. But Was it Nice or Ewalt that proposed getting all the office furniture from the secondhand stores? I forget who that I was. I remember, but that was... I, I got like an idea. idea. Uh, we could <laughs> save some cash. That's where I got these fine chairs from an old... Oh, God, which one? I think it was when uh, the old uh, Habitat store that burned down. Oh, yeah. That one. Real nice selection back in the day. Yeah, I liked you it You can find some day. nice stuff. Yeah. If you're ever looking for a lawn sprinkler pump, they're the place to go. No shit. Yeah, they got nice shit. And then they got a guy in there who's a pretty big expert on no rebuilding shit. pumps. Yeah. I'll be damned. Yeah, All if right. you want a metal impeller, not this plastic impeller shit. Yeah. We're going to get in the weeds here on garden pumps. Hey, man. this You is don't a- want plastic or, you know... <laughs> You know, glass-reinforced plastic in there. Uh, PA6. You want, you want some good stainless steel. Absolutely. Cast zinc. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this is an informative podcast. I it think really we're is. doing the public a we good We hit service. all the corners. You're welcome. Yep. That's uh, patreon.com <laughs> forward slash <laughs> yeah, little member Friday for only a dollar. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, they were also looking at making a thing an historic building. So getting historic tax credits was one of the discussions that brought up. And I, no, hard pass. Yeah. Seems like a lot of red tape to go through to get yeah, you can. some tax credits on an awfully ugly building. It takes a lot of fucking work to do anything yeah. to it once that happens, too. It looked ugly in the 60s. It looks yeah. ugly in the, the aughts. It's not gotten much we're better. We're not in the aughts anymore, are we? What no. are we in now? We're in the uh, we're in the roaring 20s. Cool. About time. Yep. Anyway, so that stuff's moving forward. They're, uh, I believe, coming back on the 14th with the, the construction manager... Uh, Resolution. I don't know what exactly what you would call it. The uh, proposal. Yeah. To move forward with that because that's where a lot of the the uh, con- the bigger construction projects go. Yeah. It seems to make sense. Maybe save some money. Maybe not. And then Jessica exactly. Foost isn't in charge of just every tiny little detail of exactly. the situation. Just a taskmaster that is relentless and. I mean. I you imagine. know. I imagine that'll make her a little bit less stressed out about the situation. I would hope so. Uh, one would hope. Uh, so the county, which is living in there now, is now bought the Miller building. Yep. Because they wanted to take their sy- sy- synergy and, and go home. Mm-hmm. So they're moving over to the Miller building. They're already tearing that apart. And uh, I haven't been in there lately. At the Miller? Yeah. Yeah. They're starting to tear stuff out and... Get ready for that move. So the clock is ticking mm. for city to get moved into their new brutalist 1960 yeah. uh, wavy entrance roof building. Soviet era. Mm. Yes, comrade. Yeah. Graphite reinforced. Duh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, building, which is nice to see. Get everybody centrally located. Maybe things will work uh, better. Processes will be improved. Yeah. Outcomes will be improved. I mean, that's what we're hoping. hoping. Yep. 228, 2022. High performance. High performance. Streamline. Synergy. Together. Uh, 228, 2022. That was the longest one uh, that I've watched. Most painful one to watch, which was five hours. Mm -hmm. A billing city council talking about zone changes. 
Oh, God. A lot of zone changes on this one. Mm-hmm. A lot of moving parts. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, mod. Um, <laughs> it's a roadie on Metallica Speed of Sound Tour. <laughs> Just assholes. This aggression will not stand. It man. will not stand. Um, Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so the Elks Lodge, which is it's on Lewis Avenue, which yeah. is also very close uh, to you, I think about three miles. Yeah. 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 Give or take, right? Give or take, yeah. It depends on the route you take. Yeah. Yeah, you can get there in three miles for sure. <laughs> they're on Lewis, so they're uh, so Thrive Development out of uh, Utah, I believe they're out of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming in and doing the uh, the old mullet development, as we call it here mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> uh, party up above, business down below. Downstairs. Yep. <laughs> uh, commercial space uh, in some of it. Keeping the tennis courts there is a kind of a feature, if you haven't driven by that in a while recommend it just to see the monstrosity that is that that court looks kind of like a lumberyard building it really does and it, and it makes you wonder when you look at it why they don't collect the rainwater off that roof because it seems like they could you know treat that water and you know yeah water all the lawns in town every fucking it's a lot of a lot it's of square a lot, footage a lot of square footage on that roof. roof if they're not doing that i mean there's a lot of sun they're missing out on too yeah um but yeah the Elks Lodge, they're looking to sell that property um, and turn it into some housing. And yeah, I such. brought this up before, but over the last many years, I've seen that we don't we don't receive as many applications as we've always had in the past. Animal control, control parking, traffic control. I was wondering if there's any way that the staff or someone could say some of these boards maybe could be merged together. Or, or even eliminated. If we can't get enough people to support them, maybe they're not that important for the public. Just an observation. Is uh, is transitioning, if you will. The yeah. old uh, vestige of, uh, I'm guessing, was it even the boomer generation or was it the boomer's parents kind of generation? Kind of the greatest generation, and it bled into the boomers a little bit because yeah. they followed their dads into those yeah. fraternal orders. You know, it's like a supper club, which are still pretty prevalent, you know, like fish fries in Wisconsin. Yeah. Back east. I mean, those are still pretty popular. This was yeah, relatively popular back in the day. I want to say my granddad was, well, he was a Shriner, uh, but it was mostly just to gamble and drink in the basement. They even have really weird liquor laws. Yeah. Like fraternal order liquor laws are different than any other liquor law. Yeah. So you have to be a member. So what is it all you can drink? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you'd <laughs> I think so. Say, just... Ever gone in there? You see those dudes? Yeah, they it was must like be a contest for my grandpa. It's like, <laughs> oh, hey, everybody's here. It's like a buffet. A sure Buddhist is. buffet. Sure was. <sighs> Don't mind me. I'm just pouring some scotch into a beer can. <laughs> Slosh it around. <laughs> so yeah, they're trying to uh, redevelop that area. Some of the neighbors were not necessarily really happy about it. One lady called in and said she was taking two walks a day for the past 26 years, and she's terrified of. You know, taking a walk past that place and being, I don't know, st- struck by hovering cars. Yeah. Or uh, reckless aircraft. millennials. Yeah. Um, <laughs> drones was a, was a big concern of hers. Aaron Frisbees. Aaron Frisbees. Um, uh, you know, the occasional Chaco in the in the road, <laughs> if you will. Uh, avocado toast. Avocado toast. Flying <laughs> everywhere. <Yeah. laughs> Man. I mean... Someone talking about elderberry. I mean, she doesn't want to have a, that conversation. Who Absolutely does? not. Nobody. Nobody Who does. It's horrible. That's uh. So this is talking about you know density and uh, more centrally located and infill within the city. Um, 
And use of a fucking... And use oh, of a space that is horribly more. underused space. Sure. Uh, the YWCA, I forget her name, who runs that, uh, runs an emergency shelter directly south of the space. She was concerned about uh, the height of the building and their residents feeling unsafe. Which is not... It's not a... I, I get where she's coming from, but it's also not a reason not to build it. Uh, it sounds like Thrive has reached out to her and started a dialogue on how we can make this work for both of us, yeah, i.e. landscaping or... But also... Know, not balconies with telescopes into the <laughs> crisis shelter. As it sits, though, you can just sit back there in the dark mm-hmm. all you want and stare into those windows and never be seen. This is true. Because nobody's paved, no back sidewalks. There. No, shit, nobody goes back Development there. Development hasn't gone back there, really. It's a good old-fashioned Jane Jacobs, uh, Jeff Speck... Uh, density, eyes on the street uh, kind of community surveillance situation there that, <laughs> uh, that would be vastly improved by some good development. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this was a common theme that came up through this whole thing. Uh, density and multi-use b- uh, buildings finding their way into new single-family home sure. uh, developments which uh, have been shown and proven if you just blanket an area with R9600 zoning throughout a city, it's not really the greatest use of land. No. Uh, it tends to, you know, segregate a population, especially when you, you know, when you loan out the money to people, you objectively and purposely leave out a certain section of the populace mm-hmm. from your lending practices as well. Are you so, talking about poor people? What? <laughs> what? No. Sorry. Sorry. I shouldn't even have brought it up. Uh, so, yeah, I just find it, I, I find it curious that the single family zoning, protecting my property rights, protecting my property gains, I, I, I struggle to connect the two lines to where you fled, historically, you fled the inner cities mm-hmm. or you fled close to downtown out to the suburbs, deliberately keeping people out because you didn't want that certain people. And now that they're coming out there, you're just, you know, reversing ship and yep. contradicting yourself at every, every... It just seems like they're moving the uh, goalposts well, a little the, bit. And the funny bit is, right now it's zoned so you can put a warehouse there if you wanted to. You could put an Amazon warehouse on it or you could put a... I mean, it's what, com- uh, community multi-use? So you can you can put any kind of big... You could put a... Oh, what the Recycling hell? center? Yeah. Pacific Recycling? Yeah. Heavy trucks? Um, Industrial? No, NX it's one. like family dollar, subway, that kind of shit. You can just slap subway that dollar? right in there. Nice. And uh, as much as I'd like an Ace Hardware right there. They got Billings Hardware there. Yeah. it's Well, it's pretty far away. It's another two blocks. <laughs> it takes me four minutes to drive there sometimes when the traffic's bad. My goodness. Yeah. That's a waste. Um, but the zone change is to make it so it's... Residential. Right. Which and is it's strange. not all just a giant high-rise mullet development. Yeah. They're, you don't exactly know what it is because they haven't said specifically what it is. There's an idea of what it may be. Yeah. But they're just going through the process. When they're like, well, I want to see site plans for this before I make my... They haven't paid somebody yeah. $50,000 to draw up site plans if they don't even know if they get to fucking buy the place. Yeah, and that's the curious thing about... Uh, I've noticed about this council is they want to see that minute of 
detail in yeah. a plan. They want to see that come to council, and then they decide on if they're going to allow it. On the big picture. That's just not how it works. What color car will this be here? Yeah, exactly. Mm, I don't know. I mean, you can put conditions once they come with it. I mean, they're a developer. They're going to come with their own plan. They're going to come with their own ideas of what they think it should be. Sure. And then you get to pick it apart. You don't get to say, no, you're not a developer. You know, city council isn't a developer, and they seem to be regressing back into this stance where they they say what you can build or mm-hmm. feel like they can say what you can build here and what we're going to allow which it, isn't how it works it kind of goes back to that comment that good old old boy chucky lovebridge said oh. at the uh <clears throat> at the city council candidate forum about how that he's a man <laughs> yeah he is i've heard that about him that's oh. why you should vote for him too gotcha i'm a man he signs the front of checks too as i hear yep yep which is good not the backs of them he doesn't get. He doesn't ever get paid. No, know? he only writes checks to people. Right. He's a such a magnanimous man. All he's ever done is give his money away. Anyway, uh, um, he's he's said that. Uh, uh, oh, what's what's the fucking term for a neighborhood with has the group of people who make rules about what fucking color you can paint your house? Oh, HOAs. Yeah, he said the city's just a great big HOA. City government is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it should be run like that. Well, they're getting into the fucking weeds about really are HOA rules, man, and that's just ridiculous. A little bit. Uh, so as zoning moves along, uh, the new recode here in town, they're, uh, they're, they're starting to be a little revolt within certain council members' minds. <laughs> yeah. Of, uh, you no, know, I bought into this neighborhood. It's just a bunch of single-family houses, and you should shield my wealth from any sort of other, you know, development that comes in. Thing that I imagine might have yeah. some effect on my wealth, which won't, because it never has. Show me somebody's property in Billings that's gone down in value. Battleship? No. No, that's, yeah, it's actually the same, because it's <laughs> still blown up, and he still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just oh god, it's so fucking frustrating. And but this thing. isn't per se when we say affordable housing or diverse housing. That that's not a lot what these developments are. So they they kind of tread the line between yeah, we need the housing stock, but we also need affordable housing as well. Yeah. As people moving here, and if you're going to go market rate, big air quotes, mm-hmm. which is basically just price gouging. You know I mean, yeah. yeah. In in my my opinion which is poorly informed, but, I mean, if you can call something market rate and say, well, is this what the market's doing? Yep. I don't know. Free market. Free market. Um, and you charge the 2200 bucks a month for running a little space in a mullet development in the midtown. About I mean, the size of the dump here. scary. A little yeah. scary. You know, it's. I also looked up <clears throat> how much property tax that place pays right now. $10. 19000 a year for eight acres. Seems like a little sweetheart cherry deal they got there. Yeah. Don't you think that maybe a big-ass development that pays several hundred thousand dollars a year in property tax would be better for the city? Yeah, it probably would be. I mean, there. since we're not relying on sales tax or anything like that. I yeah. Mean, if, you're, if you want to get revenue into the coffers, this is one way to do it. Absolutely. And you know what? We do need housing for poor people, but actually we also need housing for middle-class people, middle-income right. people. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, let's, let's build both. 
let's do both and do them well. And, yeah. and while we're at it, um, there's a giant park in the middle of the city that's still zoned as county, but it's just sort of a playground for the, the ultra wealthy here in town. Yep. Highland, mm-hmm. Highland Golf Club. Mm-hmm. That's paying about the same amount in, in uh, property taxes. We looked that up, didn't we, once? And we did. It's in, it's in the five figures. Yeah. But I want to say it's just about this double the size at least of oh, or triple the size huge, of the Elks. Huge. But it's still zoned in the county. Yeah. They're not paying any sort of property tax and they just sort of is a fun house for Yeah. It's a tax shelter. Tax shelter, yeah. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh so there's that development in the Elks. There's a develop but these are more single family houses out in the Heights. They also discussed on that one. Um what else? There was a couple more. But it was a it was a zone change heavy annex kind of heavy kind of meeting. That's why it lasted five hours. Yeah. Um and I'll let this run while I go uh talk to a man about some plumbing. Uh I'll it just sort of gives a an impression on on this was about four hours and I don't know, thirty minutes into the meeting. This just sort of gives you a good idea of what kind of mood everybody was in. Thank you, and I think you're right. And we have at this meeting. Monica, sorry. You're Jennifer. <laughs> Monica, it's late. You've had to correct me more than once on that. I have. I'm, I'm going to take it personally sometimes. <laughs> no, just me with names. So, um, Monica, um, thank you, and I think you're right. We, as the council, decide uh, if we don't like something, we have to let you know as a staff. And, to, and we vote no, or we vote to delay, or you know, we make a change. We can't, like you say, like I think Wyatt told us, we can't amend it, but we can always send the signal that why we, why we disagree with it and vote no. Um, and so I do have a question for it, because the applicant said something about, and because this kind of, when I heard this, I said, oh, that looks, that sounds good. Um, he wants safety along the trail, no driveways along Colton. And I thought, that sounds reasonable. Um, it, that helps me with the barrier between N3 and NX2 uh, because there's going to be no interest. But for under the annexation, it's not a big deal. But for the zone change, even though he states that for a zone change, we can't condition it for that. And so he can choose to put driveways all along Colton after we approve of that. Is that correct? Correct. So, Councilmember Nice, I, I want to make the point just because of some of the things that I've observed observed here tonight. Um, in our earlier zone change, you're asking for for concepts and you're asking for more detail. You know, you have the developer here with this application saying, "My plan is to do into right here and to have rear entry garages." So, you know, I I, I understand that. Absolutely. This property could be rezoned, it could be sold. That's how entitlements work. But I think we do need to appreciate that the developer is here sharing those details with you. Um, And it's really hard to have it both ways. And I think this just highlights the difficulty from some of the concerns you expressed earlier to, to now. Well, okay, Monica, I'm going to just interrupt. I'm sorry, I would like to follow up on that because I agree with you. I think it's important we listen to developers, but like we heard, they we're going to hear another item tonight where we, we listen to developers. Is there a question in there, Mr. Nance? And we well, found yeah, it, that's okay. Oh. Direct everything to, to the mayor, please. Tricky. We found, we found that, it, that it changed, and then we're going to have to hear that change Keeps tonight, going. which I think in the end will be okay. Um, but 
and if you don't mind, Mary, one more question because point of, of order, Your Honor. Is this going to be? Is, can you? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I think I, I, I specifically said let's hear from everybody. I apologize, I completely forgot about that. So, if you have you addressed your your that earlier issue? If well, we, it has to do with the fact of backing up the backing the no driveways to the court. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. And so. We've heard tonight earlier about the problem with mowing along that. Is there going to be the same kind of issue that Fuck comes sake. up because there's going to be those property owners that are there are going to have to then mow that parkway on the opposite side of the fence that they can't get to? So there you go. That was hour four and a half of a meeting of a council member asking if there was going to be a hypothetical space on a hypothetical development, hypothetically, that they can't get to. That you might have to hypothetically go around the fence <laughs> to hypothetically fucking it's mow. fucking meta, man. Jesus Holy Christ, shit. dude. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was just, uh, it just digressed from there. I mean, he just like, it's like, and hey, one more question. He just didn't grant it, just, just went off. Yep, I'm going to interrupt you, Mayor, because <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, because I'm running the meeting. Yeah, this is my, oh my God, dude. Uh, but it also turned into this council with... Haven't really gotten a feel on Tidswell. He hasn't said a lot at any of the meetings at all. He's been pretty quiet. Pretty tight-lipped. Yeah. Only thing he's really worried about is schedule and making sure that he can travel three to four days a week. Yeah. Whatever he does. Okay. Yep. That's about (laughs) it. We've heard from Tidswell. Uh, Pam is... uh, um, I was discussing tonight with Margie. Um, Pam doesn't have opinions. She just has statements. Yeah. I can't really. Well, you can. You can decipher from her statements where where she kind of leans, but it's just it's never really anything. It's like forceful. I mean, when when Jennifer Owen talks, which is she's out of the Heights, uh, War Two with uh, uh, Frank uh, Nice there. She has a direction and a destination yeah. and a purpose when she speaks. Uh-huh. Whether you would agree with it or not, this is. Uh, for debate, but when 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 Pam's uh, deciphering or talking through something, it it's, gets pretty confusing. It's yeah, I, Mayor, I, I have directionless. A, I have a question, Mayor. Yes, and then I'm gonna think out loud for five minutes now. Yeah, and there's no question. Right. If you have a question, that's perfectly fine. Just making concise. Let's use more of an economy of words, if you will. Yeah. On the council, it seems would be the proper phrase to use at the beginning, not to have a mission statement that says we're business thrive and people live in mullet developments. Um, it's concise, direct questions, and I don't know. It's <laughs> city of Billings where <laughs> people don't have to mow on the other side of the fence. Yes. Yes, uh, we don't want that. Just uh, as an aside, mm-hmm. last year Highlands Golf Course paid $33,620 in property tax. Okay. And they have a nine-hole golf course. In the smack dab center of one of the nicer neighborhoods in town. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's down $3,000 from 2020. Well. Because everybody's property value in Billings went down. Yeah, this is so true. Clearly, Especially a golf course. Yeah, sure. Especially a golf course. Uh, I'll just see how many acres that is really quick. <laughs> um, I just... But yeah, so... All these are going through zoning commissions. All these are uh, meeting the 10 criteria that require it uh, to go through that. 
I don't know if we've ever done a zoning specific episode. Um, but Boy, if, you, if, if you, oh God. Exciting, wouldn't it? But if you object to something, you have to have a reason why you object to it and why it doesn't reach certain criteria. You can't just object to it and say, well, I just, I, I just don't like. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's That's not a valid ex- excuse. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. And they're treading that line uh, pretty annoyingly, um, much to the chagrin of a lot of the staff. Yeah, as it should be. Mm-hmm. I um, Speaking of objecting to things just because you don't like them, because you think it. they're yucky, yucky, went to a uh, neighborhood task force meeting. Which one? Central Terry. Wow. Which is... Back up and run. Fucking huge. It goes from the corner of Grandin Division to the corner of King Avenue West and 24th. Yeah, it's a big neighborhood, man. That's a, yeah. Yeah. It's a battalion. Yeah, so. It's a task force. But of course, it was mostly about how if they build that up there at the Elks Club, there's right. going to be like 200 more kids in Broadwater Elementary because oh my God. if they're going to have 200 units, then they're, they're going to have 200 kids. Every unit is going to be a mom and a dad Mm-mm. and two kids. Or a, and wait, wait, wait. And three what cars. If it's a dad and a dad and a kid. They won't let that happen okay, there. Sorry. Okay, continue. Sorry. Two kids, sure. four cars, three cars, 13 cars. At least. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a junkyard. <laughs> just the uh, it's gonna be good stuff all over again. The jumps in logic there were sure. like staggering. Yeah. yeah, there wouldn't be. There is no chance that maybe a traveling nurse would live there for six months. <laughs> like the panacea to all the city's woes and troubles are, if we build this development, shit is gonna hit the fan. Yeah, it's over. Not if we get rid of good stuff, which is also in the Central Terry District, which is a super fun site. <laughs> Yes, it is. A disgusting super fun site in the middle of the town, which just has a weird cave structure inside, if you've ever ventured in there. Yeah. Which I don't recommend. No. Uh, which is also zoned in the county, which is curious. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we build, if Thrive comes in and builds uh, the, you know, this mullet development, that's going to just send this city down the shitter. It's all over. It's all over, it's man. It's going to be, you know what comes with a, a family with a mom and a dad and two kids and three cars? Freedom caravans. Meth. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's going to be so much meth up mm. there. Yeah, and trucker caravans. And, and STEM. Yep. yep. People learning about science. Critical race theory. Oh. Shit. <laughs> I don't want to learn the truth. That's dangerous. All these woke people are going to move in. Oh, my God. Next pretty thing you know, pretty soon you're going to tell me that James Baldwin was a good writer. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, thank you. Jeez, <laughs> let's be reasonable here. Pretty Sorry. soon you're going to tell me that I can't refute anything in the 1619 project, but I'm going to try. I don't know what to tell you, man. Okay, all right, <laughs> sure. Uh, so that was uh, 20th. What, what is the end? That was a good time, wasn't it? It really was not a good time. It was pretty awful. I wish if you they had a problem with the zoning, which you're perfectly capable and, and willing to do, yeah. that you had a legit reason because of X, Y, and Z, not because you hypothetically think that this is going to go. 
you're not you're not a citizen. You're not someone giving up getting up giving public comment. You are in the fucking beast. You are in the structure, decision making body process. You don't get to talk like someone keeps standing up and giving public comment. Mm-hmm. You're there. This yeah. is what you were elected to do. This is what you signed up to do. Yeah. Uh, start being a part of the process. Yeah. It's policy, not opinion. Yeah, no shit. I mean, there's, there can only be so many Frankie Waltz in the world. <laughs> there's, turns out there's a fucking lot more than we thought. <laughs> I also went to the public safety chat with the chief meeting at the library. Oh, man. Last week. Oh, the coffee with the cops? Yeah. Pork and beans, as I call it. Pork and beans. No, it was an evening time Pork meeting. Pork and beans. It was gnarly. It, uh, let's say, uh, the audience was awful, uh, Caucasian? Yeah, they were real Caucasian. Yep. There was a, a, a family there who, um, well, public safety meetings always devolve into story time. Yep. I was downtown and I saw a brown man. Yep. What are you going to do about that? Sure. Um, we're going to figure it out. But there was a family there talking about how their autistic son was beaten up by the cops, which is a bummer deal. Oh, is this the public or the the cop that's stationed at the high school kind of thing? Um, no, I can't remember which cops these the were. The resource officer, the SRO, there we it go. It was a few years ago, too. Oh. Um, so he, you know, wasn't reacting right. They tased him. It sucks. It was a shitty deal. Yeah, it sounds like it. They handled it very poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, Chief was put on the spot pretty hard by that and there have been 19 officer involved shootings in the last 20 years or whatever and and when other cities haven't had any and why Mm -hmm. and that's a good question I guess Mm -hmm. Um, and then are you encouraging your officers to shoot people and you know no obviously Um, and then uh, and then one lady stood up she's like well, police used to be trained to like shoot at the knee to disable. Uh... <laughs> gotcha. That was a little bit of comic relief. Wow. No, they never have been. Jesus. That's a fucking horrible idea. Right. We're not going to be doing that. Hey, calm down, sir. God. I'm going to shoot you in the knee and then we'll talk this through. <laughs> That's not a thing that Don't happens. Make me sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, don't envy uh, Chief St. John in his position. That's uh, that's a rough deal. Yeah. And, Spe- yeah. Speaking of which, we could talk about uh, Grandstand Casino and how exciting that video was. Uh, so, th- two off-duty cops and one retired cop. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the retired cops was. They hadn't they hadn't identified it. No. Uh, so if you haven't seen the video, maybe I'll put a link in the show notes. Probably should. That's a so they're video. about twelve forty-five a.m. Outside the grandstand uh, with an open container, smoking a cigarette outside. Uh, the cops were, you know, kicking cars and screaming at people. And then they decided to reach inside someone's car and try to take their personal property. Yeah. And they basically uh, drove this kid uh, to flip his car mm-hmm. on Grand, sustained a whole bunch of fucking horrible, horrible injuries. Yeah. Um, a lot of conflicting statements, uh, made right off the bat Mm -hmm. by the higher ups. Uh, glad to see the video and I'm hoping that 
Honestly, that dude gets fired. I mean, how could he not get fired? That's a rough fucking situation, man. It was a dumb, dumb thing to do. It was it was painful to watch. Yeah. It was they were literally in in the parking lot kicking cars as they went by. And his, the the car that they reached into wasn't the first car that they kicked. No. They were just standing out there, drinking beer, smoking a cigarette, Telling yelling people at people. To slow down. Yeah. Also, don't take your gun to the bar and yeah, it's not a great situation, you know. Pull it on somebody. If you're going to go out to a bar, don't don't take your firearm with you. That being said, I don't know what the kid's situation was. I don't know what he was fucking dealing with. Yeah. I don't either. It's fucking wild to me. Yeah. How that cop doesn't get fired is beyond me. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> what sucks is that cop's like a friend of mine, and I'm pretty bummed out about it. <laughs> About his behavior. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't recommend kicking at cars as they drive past. No. Uh, yelling at people and then, you know. I also really don't recommend coming back and showing a weapon to anybody, regardless of whether or not they're a cop. Sure. <laughs> That's not the best idea. I don't think there was a lot of thinking going on. There really wasn't a lot the of thinking going on. situation. You know, the kid had a passenger with him. They pulled his passenger out. Yeah. According to him, he was coming back to pick up his friend. Mm-hmm. Which, in hindsight, probably yeah. wasn't the greatest thing to do. No, no, not necessarily. Um. Yeah, so more to come on that. Someone yeah, said we'll they got see. shot. But there was no... There was no gunshot. No, there was no gunshot. It's just a scuffle. There was a scuffle. Yeah. I mean, I get, I'm guessing there was no gunshot. But a lot of decisions were making, made <laughs> at the Grandstand Casino there on Grand. Um, One of my favorite bars. I go there a lot. It's, uh, it's fast sure. becoming the uh, shooters of... Billings? Billings. <laughs> of a couple blocks east <laughs> yeah. of shooters. <laughs> yeah. The uh, best name bar in Billings. Yeah. Don't take a shit at shooters because you might get shot on the shooter. <laughs> it's still my that favorite. should be the mission statement of the city council. <laughs> uh, speaking of cops, uh, I didn't think I would um, have to say it, but you yourself to become cop. a cop. Total cop. I didn't think I'd ever see the day. An unnamed uh, friend of the show has been calling me commissioner. Yep. Because now I'm Police commissioner. <laughs> I've been calling you Commandant. <laughs> We've been talking back and forth. I think it was Commandant. I call him like Commandant Lassard in the police, police academy. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not any of those things, by the way. But you've been uh, approved yeah. on the February, was it the 20th or 14th? No, it was the 22nd meeting. I think you were yeah, think approved to get on the Citizens Police Advisory Board. Yep. Which is exciting. I'm going to advise the Set bylaws. Yep. I'm going to... Um, well, I the Tuesday morning after they put me on that, mm-hmm. I stomped into the office of the cops at work and sure. told them that I was in charge now. Yep. They Where's my badge and my gun? They didn't agree. No? No. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, funny, really quick story. Yeah. I was talking to a retired police officer who is now... Uh, not a cop? Not a cop. Yep. Security at the federal building. Which one? Uh, the new one. Oh, the new, the new one. S. Oh. Batten. F. Batten, whatever. Joe Bat. Joe Batten. Joe Bat building. Joe Bat. Um, and uh, he was talking about one of the dudes he worked with uh, way back in the day. When oh, he was 19, he's like, I want to be a cop. Uh-huh. 
And he applied for Billings, and they're like, eh, kind of young, no thanks. So he put himself through police academy. He just went up and enrolled in police academy, went through it, got out of police academy, and was like, I'm done. Let's do it. And he put in for a couple positions around the state. I can't remember. Glasgow or somebody hired him, said, okay, well, we are very small, so here's your car. Do you have a gun? <laughs> and he's like, no. I was like, well, you got to get a gun. And he was not old enough to get a gun, so he had to come to Billings and have his mom buy him a gun so he could <laughs> go be a cop <laughs> in small town Montana. Ugh. You have to be 21 to buy a handgun, <laughs> which I didn't re- I I, I, I kind of knew that, but it, it didn't think about it at the time. You can buy a rifle at 18, but a handgun at 21, and so he had to come <laughs> have his mom buy him his fucking police sidearm. Holy gosh darn. Yeah, pretty <laughs> silly. Anyway, dumb story. But... Uh, yeah, this police, Citizens Police Advisory Board is going to be an interesting adventure, and I will enjoy What are you expecting, I guess? I don't know what to expect. I know that they want to focus, they want us to focus on um, <clears throat> transparency and uh, PR and recruitment. PR and recruitment, okay. Yeah. And recycling. And recycling, obviously. Because we don't want to leave our, bot- our open bottles outside. I'm going to focus heavily on cars. out kidding, outfitting Cop cars. Okay. I want to put cool stuff in cop cars. Yeah. You know. Like. Like Ford Tauruses? Yeah. Nice. DVD players. Ooh. They all need a DVD player. I'm thinking like six CD disc changers oh, in the, in the so trunk. Cool. Yeah, trunk yeah. mounted. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are my favorite. Yeah. Kids will never know the struggle. <laughs> they will never know. Just pulling over, changing CDs. Yeah, the sleeve side of the road. Um, never had the changer, but I always had the, the Case Logic. Uh, Oh, yeah, the binder. Thesis, the binder. Yeah, the CD death house. Yeah, thrown through them. I always, I took the uh, extra pains to put the uh, CD liner behind the CD. Oh. So you had the CD there, and then you could pull out the uh, lyrics. Oh, yeah. Read the lyrics. Look at the liner notes. That's important. Yeah, really was. Um, mm. Yeah, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I'm interested in, I'll enjoy my time there, probably. Probably won't. <laughs> so we got four years. Yeah, well, or until somebody hears this podcast and then <laughs> finds out that I need to get kicked off of that fucking thing. Oh, it'll probably be a broker. Probably. Son of a bitch. Always dropping the dime oh, on people. It really is. <laughs> um, if he's done it once, he's done it 69 times. That's true. Or 420. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll report back on, the, uh, on what I'm allowed to say. I'm sure I'll have to sign the non-disclosure agreement and get my top secret uh, clearance. Right. Your, uh, and all that stuff. Your dossier yeah. that you get at the, the beginning of the week from uh, Abe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I'll be going to every... At the Defense Department. Every briefing and telling them what to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Every time I see Blinken on, on the news, I'm just <laughs> like, your name's Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> no. It's not Hey Blinken. <laughs> Did you say Abe Lincoln? <laughs> no, I didn't say Abe Lincoln. I said Hey Blinken. <laughs> Every time. Same here. <laughs> Sheriff is black? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Worked in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So you're a cop. Uh, there's lead in the water here in town. They did a, uh, uh, a test on a lot of school uh, drinking fountains and found a 
shit ton of lead in some. That's not the best thing. You know, above 15 parts per million, I think it was. And one of the highest ones was out at Skyview. Yeah. Which is kind of a newer high school. I didn't expect the lead to be as yeah, that's high out there. It was pretty kind surprising. Of curious why, would, why that's happening. One would expect senior. Yeah. And like Lincoln Center, but I, God knows how much I have in mine. Yeah. My lead service. Well, yours got replaced. Nope. Well, at the street. No, yeah. Not at the house. Nope. <laughs> that fucking extra 30 feet of old lead pipe leading into Man, the house is still idea. very much intact. If you don't shake it too hard, it'll be fine. I'll try not to. <laughs> Uh, we talked about cops. We talked about how you're a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, Goddamn cops. We did not do the uh, ambiguous uh, weather talk about. Uh, so here it is. Uh, oh, man, <laughs> did it get cold at the beginning of February. Son of a bitch, 20 below. Oh, then it got warm afterward. Fucking snow. Yeah. Then I woke up and shoveled, and it snowed again. Uh, son of a bitch. My God. And yeah. then it was March. Sure and was. it snowed again. Can you believe it? My God. Since when does it snow in March? And Wild. Has it been, God, many moons ago? And yep. Oh, man. I can remember. But we need the moisture. But we, there it is. <laughs> and there is your uh, ambiguous, anonymous weather update for the state of Montana, City of Billings. Yep. Yep.